gon' ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another, and another, and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL, and we are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us. This is our first time being on uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter for the actual podcast, and it is the start of the 10th season of the podcast. Amazing that we have made it to 10 seasons and you guys still tune in and uh, have some fun with us. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're joining us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, make sure that you throw your comments in uh, right under the video and uh, we will make sure that we bring those up on the screen and talk about them as we go which of course I will leave up to uh, uh, my wonderful co-host, which we'll bring in in just a second. Uh, You may be listening to, you might have downloaded the podcast uh, or listening to us on Edmonton Sports Talk Radio. And if you're doing that, thank you for taking some time out of your week to listen to us. Uh, let Let us bring in the gang because uh, it has been too long since we have been together. There they are, starting with one super fan, Mike. Oh, guns now. Oh, no. we're changing to I that. can't beat the finger guns. <laughs> you know, if you just kind of did the back and forth. like it, I like, know. Well, you know, that's, always that's, that's, wanting more. Oh, that's correct. Yes, exactly. that's true. That's, is the new t-shirt the finger guns now? I think that would be amazing. <laughs> it could happen. You never know. I love it. Yeah, exactly. And there's uh, Commissioner. How are you, Commissioner? Oh, you know, wow. Ten seasons. That's wild. Isn't it crazy? Why? I mean, like, just it's it's unbelievable. But uh, you know what? I mean, I, I would not have it any other way than hanging out with you two as much as possible to chat some football. And uh, you know, I, it's unfortunate when we're recording the tenth season start that we probably have like nothing to talk about. It's no, been it's true. super quiet. Um, and I'm uh, curious, actually, I'm quite curious to see where Commissioner's at. I haven't even checked on her at all to see how this is all going. Uh, so it could be rather interesting. Uh, so as I said before, make sure you're adding your comments in questions into whichever platform you are watching uh, so that we can bring them up on the screen as Superfan just did. Uh, we do have a couple of other little fun announcements. Uh, one is that uh, very soon... We are going to have some of these available. Uh, these Precious. are so we'll have some of these coming before too long. Oh, look, it's like the 3D version. Ooh. Magic. Uh, Tyler to make the video too. Okay, and uh, we have some other fun things coming as well. But uh, you know, one thing I'd like to talk about is uh, we we have um, a new spot where you can get all of your turf district gear, and mm. that is zazzle and uh, zazzle.ca slash store slash slash turf district shop with some underscores under in there um in here you will be able to get all of these fun wonderful things look at this lunch pail with fun (laughs) logo on it uh i have a feeling both mike and i will be wearing the wonderful aprons uh, as we get into uh, the the tailgating time of year uh but we have a whole bunch of new shirts on there right i mean that's what makes it fun uh we have new shirts we've got golf balls we've got different types of shirts uh we've got women we've got kids we've got men's all the different things we've got women Uh, there's lots of different things that you can find we do have that right 
which makes it fun. Yes. Uh, so all the products are on here uh, that you can grab. We'll be adding more as the season goes on. Uh, my my personal favorite right now is the can't catch can't, can't, can't catch footballs with your face shirt, uh, which um, no, get rid of that. There we are. There we are. Look at that. Now that shirt. Why is that not Who your wouldn't face? Want to wear that? Why is that not your face? <laughs> Because it was created by AI, and AI has no idea how to make my face. That's how. No one can. It's a work of art. Right? It's, well, I wouldn't get carried away like that, but it is uh, it, it is definitely there. Uh, so you can actually see them, like, on and moving around, which is kind of wild. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's pretty uh, pretty cool site. So check it out again. That's zazzle.ca slash store slash turf underscore district underscore shop and uh, we are excited to add more things there as we get further into the season so um, lots of fun things to come there but uh, we, we got to find some fun stuff for us too we'll oh yeah yeah I think we'll be good yeah I've, I'm excited about it uh, super fan tell us a little bit about what have you been doing in this off season uh, well, you know, a lot of uh, recuperating, charging those batteries. Uh, it's been always nice at the end of the year, especially the last couple of years we've had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get away and, uh, you know, get back into the love for the, the team, the sports, the league, etc. So doing a lot more of that. Uh, just got back from a week in Canmore, Banff with the family. Nice. Uh, my brother and his family, and uh, there were eight of us in a, in a condo. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. It was, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And like I said, just trying to organize the football room a little more. Nothing's changed that you can see here, but the more changes are about to come. So, Ooh, all right. I'm I'm looking forward to pictures and things. Yes. (laughs) What about you, Kamish? What have you been up to? Hibernating. Literally. (laughs) I'm just trying to avoid life in general. (laughs) Just taking it easy. Uh, Trying to start some healthy habits in 2024. Um, preparing for a 10K with some of the wow. some of the girls, yeah, for Lisa's bachelorette. So, like yeah. running a 10K, like or? running a 10K, oh, yeah, that's a lot harder. I, I yeah, I used to be a runner, but uh, mm. kind of fudged up my knees. So this Ooh. is going to be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. Ah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you clearly you haven't it. seen me run. <laughs> I have not. No, it's uh, pretty nope. zaggly. I've, I've seen Andrew dance though, so it looked a lot like that. Hey, yeah. wait a second. How did this get to my dance? I don't know what you're talking about. Because yeah. Mike um, has seen me run, and he was like, "Wow, the freak! Who knew?" <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the preamble. That's really what it was. It was it was to the freep. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should probably get into a little bit of football talk. Um, yeah. We we. <laughs> We have a few things to go off of. Um, Let's let's start with some roster moves Uh, and uh, roster moves so far, because I mean, we're only we're not even February yet. Uh, We've got free agency coming in a couple of weeks that we're going to talk about in a moment. Uh, We have the draft coming uh, lots of time before training camp opens. And we know they're hiding a lot of, or not hiding, signing a lot of guys. Probably hiding are, too, uh, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, that was maybe a Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, trying to get everybody ready for training camp. So, so roster moves so far, I, I kind of tried to put this in a bit of an order. I thought we'd start with re-signings, the guys that are coming back to the yep. team that we we already know and and, and know the, where they're going to contribute. Uh, we're starting on the defensive line with Cole Nelson. Uh, offensive line, Brett Boyko for two years. Uh, wide receiver, Kyran Moore coming back. Defensive back, Luchez Purifoy. Defensive back, Donovan Olumba, which I'm very excited about, even just for the positivity and, and, and excitement on the sidelines, uh, as, as well as the great play. Uh, and offensive line, Tomas Jack Cordila. So, Mike, is there is there a name on there that you were like, yes, I was really hoping for that one? Uh, I really loved seeing Kyron Moore turn it on at the second half of that season, uh, especially when Stephen Dunbar got injured and he was getting a lot more targets, um, as well as, of course, his returning ability. So I think that's going to be a really great second year for him in green and gold. Um, I mean, let's face it, anytime you can 
bring your people back. That's always a great thing. But that was the the one that stuck out to me as like, I really can't wait to see what he does in year two. Yeah, that's fair. What about you, Kamish? Yeah, he definitely earned his nickname. So I'm excited to see a little bit more of him. But of course, like, you know me, Lou. Oh, I'm so excited that Lou's back and and Donovan too, you know, good friends. So it's nice to see both those guys back. Um, I, I just I, I'm I'm having a hard time understanding the O line decisions, but maybe we can discuss. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's on the list. Um, I, and I, I don't disagree with you. Um, that was going to be my next question is okay. the one that you're like, hmm. That's and um, I, I, I really didn't think that Tomas would be back with us this year. And and I, I know that, he, you know, he's gone his three years. Um, and right, Mike, that was his third year last year. Yeah. Or is that? Yeah. So we are looking for him to make that step. But... We, well, maybe we should talk about the uh, we'll talk about the quarterback situation in a second and then we can talk about the O-line. How does that sound? Um I am I am excited that Brett Boyko is back. Um I did think that yes, he was 100%. a standout on that offensive line and and Canadian um you know, ratio changer as playing a, a tackle position. I, I I don't mind that at all. So uh so those that those are ones that I was I was excited about. All right, now let's go to the uh, the next big, I don't know, elephant in the room. Um, what's bigger than a el- blue whale that's in the room? Blue Kinda lightning eyes yeah, that'll just like you. kill everybody that comes around the corner. Oh my. Jupiter. Uh, all right, so the Elks sign McLeod Bethel Thompson to a one-year what? deal. So what did this happen? It's, it's brand new. Yeah, new <laughs> news. Uh, so... MBT, uh, as our good friends at the Argo Fancast call them, law firm. Uh, in uh, as the, you had not heard that before. No. Come That's brilliant. From the offices of McLeod Bethel Johnson. That's right. I love that. Yeah. Uh, if they didn't already make the T-shirt, we probably would have made one. Uh, yeah, that was a law firm. But uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson brings his uh, big seasons that he had, uh, including a Grey Cup yep. win. Uh, to the Edmonton Elks after one year down in the USFL, where he also led in passing. Um, obviously, a major change. And and Mike, I know you and I talked about it, um, well, texted about it in great length on the day it happened. And I yeah. was um, maybe not as as positive about it as it as I am now. Which a lot of people, that's your cue of yes, I am positive about it now. Um, but to start, I think there was a lot of people that were immediately disappointed in the fact that that Trey isn't just being handed the the starting role, um, and that McLeod, with the the money he's making, is obviously coming in to be a starter. So, um, I'm going to start with Commish this time, and then we'll get to you, mm. Mike. But how do you feel about this, Commissioner? I don't know. I get it. I really do get it. Mm-hmm. But I also don't get it. I like. I don't fully understand how you can put. I I'm just thinking as a fan, not in the strategic like growth of the team. Just the the first reaction that I had is, okay, we've gone how many steps forward now with Trey? Obviously, we didn't have all the games winning games. We had that momentum and that fan base momentum. And now it just feels like it's like, just kidding. <laughs> Jokes I, on you, sucker. But, but like, I, I get it. But it's just like, I, it's, I think it pisses people off more than it's encouraging. And that's probably just still that very reactionary, you know, we haven't really seen our team develop and we haven't got to see them play together. So it's like, I, you just want that trade team. I, I mm-hmm. and like I don't know, and it, his eyes bug me so much that I'm just <laughs> when I close my eyes to think about it, I'm like, huh. Well, it's always Dinwiddie. I know exactly. You should have seen my right. reaction when I met, like, when he walked by me. <laughs> Remember Andrew? 
Yes, yes I, oh, yeah. I heard oh, your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. There's just yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> Kayla's like, oh, that is pretty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's dreamy eyes. Um, exciting. Well, uh, I, I just like, I, I, I don't really have the words because I don't fully even understand what I'm feeling about it. I think I'm just really disappointed. You know what would really ease all of my, um, not negativity, but maybe relax me a little bit if we actually extended Trey Ford. Because my fear That's right fair. now is after this year, he's like, well, what's really going to prove that I can start this team? Because now we have this veteran coming in for the taking over the entire year, essentially, if he stays healthy. So when is Trey going to have his moments to actually shine on the field or, you know, play a little bit more? And my fear is that there's another team out there who is salivating to get their dirty little hands on Trey. And would he, especially out East, would he take it? So, yeah, that, that, it, that is a fair concern and absolutely a concern that I have as well. Um, Mike, you go ahead. And then I am going to after, after, uh, cause I think you'll be in the middle and then I'm going to try and convince Kayla that this was actually a good move. See how it goes. I found it. A very confusing, um, and I even checked earlier today. If you go to the Go Elk site, the marketing is all based around Trey. I agree. And so you're talking about bringing in someone, putting Trey on the bench. Again, this is strictly from a marketing side versus a football ops side. From a football ops side, I get that Jones knows he has to win now. If we have another four-win season, I don't see him being here for year four of his contract. Fair. So he needs to win and he needs to win sooner than later. Um, mm -hmm. If we end up going 0 and 9 again to start the season, he's not going to see the end of this season. Um, so possible. he needs to bring somebody in that he feels fits the schemes he wants to run or wants his offense to run. But from a fan perspective, if we don't start getting more people in the stands, coming to see this team and excited about the team and especially the more casuals, right? The diehards, right. we're going to be there every game, regardless of who's putting on that Jersey, but the casuals really, really are drawn to Trey Ford. And if you would have brought someone in that was maybe more of the $300,000 range of a salary, then you're saying, yeah, he's probably our starter. Trey still could win the job in camp and he's got experience so he can, coach and teach Trey along the way. It's like, you were just in, this happened, here's how you might want to approach it next time. Right. But if he's not the starter and maybe isn't even really going to see the field that much, we don't have a lot of additional packages that we've seen for a second quarterback um, other than short yardage, then how is he going to get any meaningful snaps to learn from? Like Kayla said, if he's not getting extended sometime before game nine, 10, 11, right. there's a very strong possibility that he's gone. And we're seeing people talking in the media about Trey even being shopped. Right. I mean, yeah. rumors are rumors are rumors, who knows, but I don't think that's a good thing for the team. On the other hand, uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson is experienced. He took the Toronto team from not great after the 2018 season, really brought them up into that sort of 2021, 2022 season uh, yeah. and brought them to the Grey Cup. I mean, people thought about him as a Grey Cup winning quarterback. He was in the game. They were behind. <laughs> right. He was injured and they brought in uh, Chad and obviously he ended up winning that game for them. Finished but, it off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he had a full season mentoring under McLeod. So like I said, I see both sides of it, but purely from a marketing standpoint and a fan base standpoint, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the move. Fair. And, and I don't disagree with you. I'm, I, I, I agree that it's a marketing side is very difficult when even you go right now and you look at the schedule and the people who are on the schedule are Trey Ford and Kevin Brown. Right. <laughs> so I, yeah, we, we knew the marketing was there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that part, that part, hundred percent difficult. The one thing that I, I had said to me and, and, and Mike, you and I have talked about this is that it, it was that same thing of, so, you know, moon had Wilkie. Yeah. Alan Dunnigan had moon. Alan, Alan had Dunnigan. Dunnigan. Ham, Ham had, Alan. had Alan. Right. And 
even even you look at the shorter term ones, you Mike Riley had Travis Lule. Yeah. And so they learned from a vet that was a good leader. And and the one thing that I have heard from every person that has had an, either an interaction with McLeod or has um, obviously from the Argo fans as well is and some of their players is that he is an amazing leader and mm -hmm. there is some value to learning underneath yep. a leader like that to, to know how to to lead a team the one the other part is is that he had his most successful season under Jarius Jackson in Toronto so yep. we know that that will help for the offensive coordinator side um and and does Jarius now having the entire offseason to prep as the offensive coordinator have packages for both? You're right. We haven't seen it to this point, but knowing what he knows now, when you're four months out from training camp, mm -hmm. do you have the time to make a package for both? The other thing is that, and I, I totally agree with the extension. I want to see that happen. I want to see Trey stay in green and gold. I wonder though, if there's a little bit of, okay, look at how much money we threw it at McLeod Bethel Thompson for one year. Right. Would you like a piece of that money next year? Would you like to be the starter in a piece of that money? Mm -hmm. Then can you take this and learn from it? And at the end of the season, we can give you the starter. Now that's not going to say he's going to get 500, but we can give you the starter money and we can move from there. Like, is there, I think there is, and, and we don't know how the conversation went with Trey after the news broke. Um, I hope it was before. No, no it, was it wasn't. And I honestly, I don't think it should have been. Yeah, it was definitely really? not. Yeah. Chris Jones said it was not, we don't. And as a manager myself, I'm not going to somebody that I'm going to put somebody else in their position and say, Hey, uh, I'm going to make this happen. Like I, I, I make it happen. And then I say, okay, this is why we did it. And this is how I need you to step up to help me in this. Yes. So, and no, if I've yeah. got someone who's looking for a position, um, let's say looking for a big promotion at my company mm -hmm. and they find out at the meeting, when I promote somebody else, they're going to be pissed off. So if you don't give right. them a bit of a heads up saying, okay, you know what, just so you know, so you're not blindsided. This is what's going to happen. This is why it's going to happen. I need you to be on board with it and we can talk about it. Right. And that, that did not happen. And that's what I think that should have happened. For it's a bridge because yeah. if we're the, to believe the relationship between CJ and Trey is not all that great to begin with. Right. That's right. my concern is like, how is that relationship behind closed doors? Because from the tidbits we hear, it's not great. And maybe that's the reason they brought McLeod in. But what, what, we don't know, right? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I don't want to lose Trey, but and I, I don't think Jones does either. I, I think if you well, Jones and, drafted him, like, so obviously he likes yeah, him. exactly. And he's like, yeah, he's super athletic, and he's one of the most athletic people he's seen, and mm -hmm. he's a, he's got all these talents, but he, but he does need to learn. It, it is that mm -hmm. last year was really only it was like really his first year because his yeah. first year he was injured the entire year yep. so so i i get it I, i'm i'm saying i'm not saying that it isn't a giant gamble it, yeah yeah it 100 is. is yeah but like you said mike when the pressure is you've got to win you've got to throw in a gamble and yeah that, you gotta is, save this, your this job before anybody one. else's so from his perspective i can see why he did yeah. it from the president's perspective i can see him being like that's not great for us right yeah exactly his right. job's it's, putting butts in seats yeah exactly so we'll see we'll see how yeah. that plays out so now going back for a second to the uh, offensive line conversation <laughs> now that we have a far less mobile quarterback um uh oh, that might be that that might be where my worry is. And that's where I agree with you, Kayla, that I'm I was surprised that it's OK. We have the same starting five. Mm -hmm. So now free agency hasn't opened. There is always a chance that you draft sign a draft or sign a mm -hmm. free agent and, and challenge somebody like there's always that possibility. We'll talk about that when we talk about free agency. But. Boy, uh, now I talked to our good friend, Argo Diva, Lori, about it. 
and um and she said because uh, i said i voiced the same concern i was really worried about him being behind this particular offensive line as it is at this moment um and she said the one thing that you can't factor for yet is how mcleod will pick them up and and help them to be better and i i hadn't taken that into consideration but um i trust lori and i i think that she brings up a good point that we don't know about we don't know what effect mcleod will have on that line to have them play better either so i guess that's something we'll have to see yeah, I'm not sure how he's going to be able to pick. I think they'll be picking him up. Yeah, I took. I set you up for that joke. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, if he's not as mobile, it means he needs to get the ball out very fast. Correct. Otherwise, they just pin their ears back and go. Yeah. Whoopsie. So maybe that's part of the plan. I guess we'll see. We'll, we will see. We will see how it goes. Um, hand it off to Kevin Brown <laughs> dump passes to Kevin Brown and let him yeah, slide on. Yeah. Yep. That is the Can't other thing. Upset about that. When, yeah. Okay. When they talk about like, this isn't really marketing, but it's social media related, but the mm-hmm. fact that they did uh, like a Kevin Brown up, I like that they did a Kevin Brown update, but, but the way they posted it made it sound like he was leaving the team or something negative was oh, happening really? just out of the way they posted it on Instagram. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I looked and it was just like him kind of giving a life update, but it sounded like it was like update on Kevin Brown. Like oh. he tore his Achilles or something. Right. And I was like, Oh, and please then re- be touching wood somewhere. I'm always, <laughs> Whoa. I am I am. always <laughs> knocking on the table. Good recovery. We already have a lot of t-shirts. I'm just saying it's fair. I'm my foot is on the ground and it's hardwood. Well done. <laughs> I'm sure no one will be able to figure that out. Okay. Oh, um, but yeah, so I was just like, okay, you might want to reword how you posted that because I almost had a heart. Attack. I was like, all this bad news, and now you're going to give me more. So media team, maybe just be like, happy update or like life update from Kevin Brown. Ha-da-da-da. Not just like Kevin Brown update. You're like, frick, oh God, not again. So yeah. Here. You're definitely scarred. I can tell. Oh, I'm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got right. real well, depressed over the last few weeks because of the news that keeps coming out. Yes. Well, uh, that's that's fair. Um, all right. Let's move on to happier things of other people we have signed. Yes. <laughs> I like how I said, let's move on to other happier things and Kamish takes a drink. Um, drink. Often- <laughs> <laughs> it is my wildlife distillery. Come on. You guys know me. District drinking game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We just talked about it. Uh, joining the offensive line, Patrick Davis, uh, who was with Montreal. Uh, defensive lineman, uh, Romeo McKnight, uh, who was with Calgary two seasons ago and then yep. uh, had uh, some XFL time, I believe it was. Might be USFL. One of them. Uh, defensive back, James Wiggins. Linebacker, Chris Whitaker. Defensive back, Donnie Lewis Jr. Defensive back, Kale Jackson Jr. Defensive back, Chauncey Moore. Oh my gosh, that name is awesome. The we have two Chaunceys on the team. I know, we have another Chauncey coming. Uh, defensive back, uh, Devodrick. Devodrick? Okay, yeah. Devodrick Bynum. Wide receiver, Charles Heaton third. Defensive back, Jalen Green. Defensive back, Leon O'Neill Jr. Quarterback, Steven Montez. Defensive lineman, Trayvon Mason. Defensive lineman, Keyshawn Camp. Defensive lineman, Robert Kimdichie. And I am really, really happy that they put the actual phonetic. Uh, they have a couple of them. They, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's sec- the second one. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, offensive lineman, Ant- Antonio Garcia. Defensive back, Brendan White. Quarterback, Todd Centio. Centio. Uh, is it Centio? Oh, that's what someone right. told Thank me. Yeah. Running back Brian Harrion, defensive lineman Eric Black, defensive lineman Chauncey Manak. Love Chaunceys. Uh, quarterback Malik Henry from Last Chance U yeah. fame, which we can Season talk about three. in a moment. Uh, defensive lineman Joseph Jackson, defensive back Malik Jones, running back Shayro Olani Lua. Ooh. I said that right, hey? Ah, because well I have the phonetic spelling. That's <gasps> yeah. why. Thank God they had that. The yeah, that was that was very helpful. Um so 
I understand that I say all these names and most of us are like, huh? <laughs> who? Who? But the one thing that I will say there, there was a bit of a theme uh, in that there was a lot of defensive linemen and there was a lot of defensive backs. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we only really have, I think there was two running backs in the entire group. Um, but come on, if, if Shewo doesn't make the team, I mean, that I can't wait to talk to that dude. There's gotta be a great nickname in there. Like there's, there's a t-shirt waiting to happen, right? Oh yeah. Shay, whoa. <laughs> well done, Leanne. That was amazing. Um, yeah, there's, I, I just want him to make the team because I love saying his name. It's Shay true. Woe. Shay, whoa. You're you easy know, to please. Amazing. Oh. It's so much fun. Uh, anyway, there was a lot of defensive linemen and a lot of defensive backs. Now, why was that? You might say, well, the defensive lineman would be because we also made a trade uh, in acquiring wide receiver Curly Gittens Jr. and a seventh round pick uh, in exchange for defensive lineman Jake Serezna and the rights to running back Kalen Laybourne. Um, Gittens is signed through 2025 uh, and, of course, had his most successful season uh, working with McLeod Bethel Thompson in that Jarius Jackson offense. So um, I can only imagine how you feel about this one. Uh, super fan, I'll start with you. This is a super tough one, not just because of the production Jake Sereznas had, but because he mm -hmm. really bought in not only to the defensive scheme, getting moved from defensive tackle to defensive end, um, but to the city. Like mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. and his fiance uh, obviously loved it here. She worked for the government here. He was doing all kinds of things around the city. So that's very hard to see. Yes. That being said, getting a thousand plus yard receiver that's Canadian, mm -hmm. they do not grow on trees. Um, and no. especially he did, he, he had a dip last year playing with a different quarterback. Yep. So maybe we'll see that turn up. Um, I think Gavin Cobb's going to take another step. So we could have two impact Canadian receivers this year, um, which will change things around. Because receiver, I don't think, was the problem last year. We had some pretty impressive receivers cool. and have some pretty impressive receivers this year. Um, I think that for offense, I, I would have looked for uh, impact offensive linemen, but who's, who's given those up? Yeah, ab so absolutely. To yeah. get something, you got to give something. Uh, we all love Jake. Um, we wish him all the best, except for twice a year. Correct. And uh, maybe you know, maybe we'll see him in the big game. Yep, I agree, Commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, eh? All I'm, right. Yeah. So processing. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Jake and Jake was, uh, I think you nailed it, Mike. Jake was um, part of the community um, and, and one of our biggest production guys on the line. And getting um, better. Yeah. But I can see, again, you, you bring in a guy that has the connection with McLeod. You bring in a guy, like you said, Mike, Canadian, mm -hmm. uh, a successful receiver, hard to come by. Um, also a great guy in the community. We just haven't got it here yet because he hasn't been here. So, yeah. um, so, but it, it's always tough to lose a guy like Jake, like for us on the podcast, he was always good to us. We had great chats with him. Absolutely. Um, like all of those things. Um, but I, I can, I see, I can see the value in the, the way the trade is. That also tells me that the Toronto may be a bit worried about signing a bunch of their defensive linemen. And maybe one yeah. of those guys end up, out here um i have or, one in mind or saskatchewan but yeah yeah but we'll talk about that when we get to free agency part because we have we have that to talk about still um tough one now we did have some releases in the matter of all of this too um couple that little surprising couple some maybe not so much yep uh wide receiver stephen dunbar jr uh released um probably the toughest one of the group in my opinion defensive back Aaron Grimes. Speaking um, of great in the community. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And great with us. Great with fans. Um, had one of the greatest 
chats, um, like a gray cup Ditto. ever. Right. He yeah. was just so Open. forthcoming and, and awesome. So, and, and I, I don't know, but a Ron, I will always be cheering for him no matter what team he's on. So, uh, but it, that, that is a tough one for us for sure. Uh, quarterback Taylor Cornelius, not a big shock after the other quarterback conversation we just had, although I can see the third down part, but I can also see the, the money part. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, linebacker Adam Konar. That one was a bit of a surprise. Bit of a surprise for sure, but I just wonder if that means we're going to be, well, shifting the ratio, obviously. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But we just, I don't know if you heard, we got a really good Canadian receiver. So Right. We were running a couple of Canadian receivers. We'll yeah. see. We'll I, see how that goes. I think you're excited about that. I don't know. I, I am a little excited about that. Uh, and, and a Canadian tackle. <laughs> called Brett Blake. So, I mean, it's not, true. Not, it's not, so, I mean, you could be looking at, you know, six of your starting Canadians all on offense. Could be. Right? Two receivers and four offensive linemen. Yeah. That, if they can make it work, man, I tell you, that, that's that's something else. Um, and uh, finally, defensive back Ed Ganey, um, who, of course, had a yeah. uh, couple of years with us. Uh, and, um, and of course, a, a number of years with Saskatchewan. At first, when I saw that move, uh, I was a little worried about, okay, well, we've now lost all leadership in the defensive backfield. But then they were able to re-sign Luches and yeah, I that realized for that's sure. that's that's the that's the guy that'll be back there. Um, so I think that helps a little bit. Any other thoughts on those guys? The releases, yes. Um, Stephen Dunbar is less of a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. I think he had a solid season. Um, he really impressed in a lot of the games, but he wasn't in a lot of games. Um, mm-hmm. so that was a little tougher. And again, we have only so many, we have only one ball to go around. And Correct. when you have so many solid receivers and with Curly Gittens coming, right. you're, he's going to get less, uh, unless there's injuries, he's just going to get less and less. And there is a cap, so it's got to go somewhere. So again, not much of a surprise. Cornelius, uh, he was going to get yeah. paid far too much to be a third stringer. Mm-hmm. If he was getting paid a hundred thousand a year, absolutely. They would have kept him. Yes. But when you're getting 250,000 plus 350,000. Yeah. Uh, they paid the bonus and that was it. Uh, the rest, some disappointment in there, but it yeah. happens every year. Yeah, absolutely. G- guys move on that we don't want to and guys come in that we're not really sure about and then they win us over. So I think that's kind of where mm-hmm. that lands. What about you? Kamish? Hi, my actual, like apart from Aaron Grimes, which is, not a surprise, but it still leaves a broken heart. And I would hope that there'd be a coaching spot open for him. Mm, at um, some point, yeah. I, mm. I really hope that. Just the way he talks, I can see players really rallying around him. I was invested yeah. in our conversation. And I, I, we were just talking about, like, random stuff, right? So I was like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> um, but I think my two big, biggest disappointments come in the leaving of two of my personal favorite coaches in Jordan and coach Maxie. Um, mm, yep. You yep. know, I've, I've kind of become friends with coach Maxie. who's always so such a, a wonderful gentleman and Lennon just brought some young zest. And I really was drawn to him when I was looking on the sidelines and his coaching ability, especially um, in at the away games, looking how he talked, mm to his group of guys, they bought into him. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really actually quite sad about those two. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. Um, one thing that we, we didn't touch on before and, but Mike, as you were saying with Dunbar leaving, uh, and the quality of receiver that we have now, um, I'm, I'm wondering if McLeod can kind of help Gino get back to that number one in the league status because he i know he missed some games last year for sure but uh i i think that that threat of gino and curly and cobb like it's the uh, the like there's there's a lot of guys that are you know can just and swerve 
and I'm missing one, and I don't know who it is, but, I, but it, there's a lot of guys that are going to get the ball. There you go. Why could I miss Dylan? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, who is uh, who also is looking for a bounce back season. So, yeah. I uh, yeah, maybe those guys are the guys that are now going to be, uh, you know, the, McLeod makes them better, right? So, yeah. uh, and as you're talking about the coaches commission, they haven't officially announced the coaching staff for this Not year yet. for the Elks. Uh, it should be coming before long, but uh, unofficially. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Because, you know, why not? Uh, you know, Jason Shivers on Twitter is wearing an Elks hat in his uh, Twitter profile picture. So, yeah, good chance. Mm. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Super fan, are you ready for the first horde and tell for this year? I could do that. Yes. All right. Ready for? Oh, here comes the exciting intro. Oh, exciting. Oh, yeah. Look at that, eh? Wow. I will put a song to that before long. All right. All right. A song. Uh, let's put you in the big spotlight oh, there so yeah. that you can uh, tell us and show us fun stories from the past. You bet. Uh, so I picked up a few things over the break. Um, in fact, I don't want to show all of them here, but um, got to save something for next episode, right? Correct. Um, so uh, a friend of mine passed away. Uh, God, it's almost a year ago now. And uh, another friend has been working with his widow, getting rid of his collection. He was a massive collector, um, mostly Calgary uh, and BC items because he did, uh, he was a reporter and worked okay. there. Um, but he was a fan of the entire league and he collected a lot of things. And so it's been sort of going through it and, and uh, rehousing a lot of the stuff. And I, I managed to pick up a few items. So I wanted to show some of those off. So um, first one up. There we are. A lovely shot of everyone's Ooh. favorite upside down head, Mr. Hector Pothier. You can see it does have his autograph in there. This is from 1988. Uh, it was an ad for um, uh, big and tall George Richards, uh, which wow. is, you know, not so tall, but whatever. Um, <laughs> this is a 1970 photo of Fred Dunn. Look at that uh, hair. Was, uh, isn't that fantastic? We can only aspire to be that look good looking. <laughs> Um, he was a ha defensive halfback and also a punter for the team um, in oh. the years uh, before um, we had Gary Lefebvre. I think Nathan could pull that hairdo off, but probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably. Can he punt? Uh, not yet. Not yet. We're working on Better it. Better work on it. Yeah. Uh, these might be some of my favorites. Um, CTV had a CFL show. This is the CFL East um, with some <laughs> classics. Um, one of my favorite comb-overs right there, Pat Marsden. Um, <laughs> the little hair. Bill Stevenson, Mike Wadsworth uh, doing the color and the sideline reporting. Uh, and you can't have the East without the West. A oh fantastic my. picture of the 1981. Well, this is the pictures of the 1980 uh, team for the 81 season. Absolutely outstanding. Man. And, of course, Al McCann there. And as everyone knows, I am a proud member of the Al McCann Plan Club. Um <laughs> Uh, speaking of great comb-overs again, it's, it's hard to do much better than uh, than uh, Mr. Rigney there. Um, going back a bit, a team-issued photo from 1965. Uh, you can see the jersey, oops, right behind me there. Oh, nice. look an awful lot <gasps> like this oh, photo wow. of him, long gone Thomas, uh, who is long overdue to be on that wall of honor. So that's knows, a maybe this year beautiful we'll photo. Yeah, it's really, Absolutely really good. love those 1960s photos. Uh, and last for the photos, uh, these are little five by sevens. In 1979, we were pretty blessed having many people up for the Shenley Awards. Uh, and two of them, at least one may look fairly familiar. <laughs> wow. This would be the Rookie of the Year nominee and winner, um, Brian Kelly, and the all seventh, uh, most offensive. Uh, most outstanding Most offensive, uh, offensive <laughs> lineman, Mike Wilson, who also won our mool. Uh, uh, it's course. hard to do wrong with those two. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I believe Dave awesome. Fennell won Most Outstanding Canadian. I don't have that one yet, but who knows? Maybe it'll show up. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, these are very hard to get through. Uh, this is from a different seller. This is. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The 1955 Grey Cup in 
preparation for it. Of course, we always want to make sure we keep the Grey Cup West. These <laughs> do not <laughs> last very so long. cool. Because these are very, very fragile, and I'm so desperately making sure I don't tear anything here. Lovely stuff wow. on both sides in the street color. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, these did not last very long because kids would take them home and they would get torn. And again, Empire Stadium, the very first time the Grey Cup was held in the West. Uh, at that point, we'd only won one Grey Cup, so we were hoping to get two in a row. We uh, did that one better, uh, yeah. obviously, the 1990s, 56. They did make these in all through the 50s. Um, I have a 52 and now a 55, so maybe I'll find the 54 and 56 one day. So. Wow. That's, that's that just a few so of the cool. items here. But uh, yeah. That was awesome. Holy cow. So, I, I I didn't expect that last one. That one. Yeah, was really, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. So awesome. So awesome. Um, thank you, super fan. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, we switched uh, sides. We did. Right. Wow. I, I, have to, I have to change it up every now. Nobody wants to look at the same thing over and over again. Well, All right. I'm, um, I'm trying to use my bun to hide my little doll up there because it's kind of spooky how the light is shining on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just, like, I just noticed that. I was like, ooh, scary. And be uh, all of a sudden a little kid in the back. Red, red, Shot red, off. Red. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you live by yourself. I you never slept again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's weird. <gasps> different lighting. That's fine. Uh, let's talk about the 2024 schedule because yes. that also came out since we have last met and, and had a chance to talk together. Um, Preseason opens at home on Saturday, May 25th, 2 p.m. in the afternoon versus the Riders, which means the initial tailgate will be at, what, 11? 11. 11 o'clock or so. Saturday, May 25th. Oh, we are going to have some fun with the tailgate this year. Oh, I'm I'm very excited. Um, and, uh, oh, Blake's coming to Edmonton for the for the. For that one, <laughs> probably, I would think he'd come for the BC game. Hey. But okay, yeah, hey, more than great. likely, yeah. Come, come and come and join us for the tailgate. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, surprises still to come, Mike. You're still working on the uh, menu for said tailgate. We are very close. Just need to finalize one or two more games, and we're ready to launch. Perfect, and we will have uh, a little bit of fun and games for that coming up. Uh, that's good. Shut up. <laughs> That's outstanding. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't see him wave, but he went like this. I don't He's know behind the button. I'm just trying to highlight Drew Brees yeah. with, oh, this is backwards, with like how the light is shining on yeah. the light in the photo. Yeah. Nice. It's very nice. Very good. Uh, all right. Our regular season opens with back to back home games. Uh, first one versus the Riders on Saturday, June 8th at 5 p.m. And then the next week, Montreal on Friday, June 14th at 7. Um, now, what do you think of starting <laughs> up the season once again against the Riders and then getting the uh, Grey Cup champions in week two? I like <laughs> opening up against the Riders. I think, I okay. mean, despite our record. Um, <laughs> the gifts that a, we give? Yeah. It's nice of us to give gifts. It's a new year, so be positive, Kayla. Um, right. But no, I actually like it. it. It kind of starts it off on a really um, heavy-handed foot because, you know, when the Riders come into town, it's always quite a busy game. So uh, a good way to open the season. Uh, with Montreal, interesting. Interesting. Um, I like Montreal the later half of the season, especially like around Thanksgiving. I don't know why it, Montreal just screams fall vibes. So I would expect them to be, I don't know. I just, I anticipate them in October. So I, interesting. interesting. It used to be traditionally we played them on um, Thanksgiving. So yeah, okay. absolutely October vibes. I mean, that's why I'm just like, it's ingrained in me now. Exactly. But, uh, uh, yeah, get the torture over with. Um, let's, uh, you know, <laughs> well, we'll see how they stack up. Uh, we'll see how they stack up. Rumor has it they uh, will stand back is. Uh, yeah, stand back's available, but they, they did pretty well with their free. I, I, I am trying to yeah. find the positives, yeah. my I friend. Know. Let me be positive. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Here's the positive that we know that uh, Cliffy and Tim will be coming uh, early sure. in, in June. Won't that be exciting? Is that exactly. a for sure thing? 
No, I'm just making it up and hopefully hope, hoping that they're listening and that they're You're putting it up. out in the universe. Hold ah. on. That's right. How this that's how this works. Uh, I do plan on trying to get to Montreal this year, so do it. Well, they can come earlier, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, oh, there you go, Kim Capper. Oh, last time Montreal played Edmonton, that early was 2010. Oof, okay, that that's why you have the fall vibes, Kayla. Exactly, because I that was kind of even before my time that I I was like kind of like a quasi fan. So I was like, I don't okay. schedules. Who cares? <laughs> And now so I'm you like, care now. <laughs> you're going to care now and you're going to love it. That's how this is going to work. Okay. Ah, yeah. Now, breakdown of the schedule. Uh, I appreciate that the Elks put this out. So we only have one Thursday game. And oh, on thank the road. God. Yeah. So we don't have one at home. I, I was happy to see. Yeah. Uh, four Friday games, two of them being at home. Eight Saturday games with four of them being at home. Four Sunday games with three of them being at home, uh, and one Monday game, of course, which is the Labor Day game. Um, What do you think of that breakdown, Superfan? I think it's very family friendly. I agree. Um, Having a newly 12 year old son who Mm. loves to go to the games, um, it's very, it's great for us that we can have these earlier starts. So he's not up until midnight, one o'clock in the morning by the time we get out of the parking lot and get home. So uh, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, not having a Thursday game is great for prepping for tailgate. Correct. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really solid year for us for tailgate. I think it's going to be great for getting as many people in the stands as possible. Um, and I know a lot of people are complaining about the lack of August games. Um, but I mean, we've got Pink and uh, coming and Metallica coming in August, mm-hmm. both playing at the stadium. Yes. Uh, as much as it'd be great to have them for halftime. Um, <laughs> Can you I don't imagine? see that happening. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Um, but I think they're going to want the, a few little more time. So if they're playing, we're not. So got to yep. be on the road. Yep. Plus, I keep hearing people complaining. They, well, I don't like in the summer because I want to go to the lake. Well, now you can go to the lake and you can watch the away games on TV. So, well, and the other part of that is I, I saw some people saying, well, we have like five games in the summertime. Isn't that, isn't that a good thing? Like, over summer half in the of stadium our games is a great time. St- right. I'm like, yes, thank you. That's perfect. That's, I, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, you could put six in the summertime. I'd be okay with that. Like, I don't summertime. like to be on the road. <laughs> summertime. <laughs> Um, I'm very excited about that. So, um, yeah, I I actually quite like this breakdown. I didn't think it was too bad. Um, Three sets of back-to-backs this year. Yeah. Ottawa on week six and seven. Mm -hmm. Calgary, of course, for the Labor Day. And then Winnipeg in week 16 and 17. I'm not sure I'm a fan of that last one. Uh, And the bye weeks are fairly spread out. uh, Spread out. Week five, week 15, and week 20. At least we don't have it week 21. Like we always keep having it. So I, I don't mind week Rude. 20. Yep. Uh, that way we can get a little rest before we have uh, one game and then a bye week before we host the final, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, Kayla? Oh, but can I just like bring up, well, you brought up Winnipeg. And I'm just so distraught that I didn't go to get to go to IG Field. Now I have to go to Princess Auto Field. Like... <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to go there with my Super Mario Kart or something and pull up and be like, I'm here. Like, you can, oh, so now you can say you're getting go to path. Princess Auto Field. No, oh, it no. just sounds so dumb. Fun. So disappointed. Oh, well, we're going we're gonna to So I just there. had to bring that up because I was just like, oh, Kayla, come on. You could have gone to IG Field. Well, that's okay. I, I uh, whatever, Prince. Donald. Well, you can. We can all be going in in twenty twenty five. Correct. Be important for us to be there. Win the Grey Cup. Correct, because that's Correct. what they do in Winnipeg. Yeah. Yep. In the fives. <laughs> uh, now coming up right away, we do have free agency opening on February the thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, which also happens to be the date of our next show, so that's going to be fun. We'll be able to be. We are get some live feedback right after uh, free agency is. opens, uh, except that Kayla won't be here because she's going to be watching the other sports team. Oh yes, uh, yes. Sorry guys. Yeah. Sports team? Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. There it's is another one. Baseball. I hear they're good. 
this right now. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, uh, said yeah, it's but, early for baseball. I don't know. That's, but, yeah, no, that's this is the hockey team, dude. I, yeah, oh, I, I know. Hockey. I know it's not okay. Detroit, but yeah. Have you heard of hockey before? They play it's it on not a, Detroit. They, I haven't cared about Detroit in a decade. What do you think? They, they play. Uh, they they play on a surface that's like slippery. Oh, yeah. That's that like every day at my house. <laughs> <laughs> every day in my house. Uh, it's the uh, yeah nope it's uh, ice district turf district it, whatever uh, they're doing okay uh, yeah they copied they us can, cool that's right they could set uh, set that uh, record I'm excited for oh with this big that. break though uh, so is it Tuesday or Wednesday Tuesday Tuesday okay yeah. so. Uh, I find it very interesting because I'm headed out to Vancouver on the Friday. So oh. either they they tie the record on the Tuesday, and then on Friday when I arrive, Tyler and I get to watch them try and set the record on Ooh. Friday. Or they lose on the Tuesday, and then we get to watch them beat the hell out of Anaheim on Friday because they're mad they didn't get the record. So sure. I think this is going to be great either way. Or they just win both, the and then everyone's yeah. happy. I, I, I would like that best. Yeah. All right. Uh, free agency opens February the 13th. Uh, our list still has some names on it that uh, we haven't seen mm -hmm. come back. Uh, A few shockers. Manny, yeah. Manny Arsenault. Uh, Tony Jones. Yeah. Which Rising. I understand it, he did. He played a bigger role as the season went on, but I'm, I'm a little surprised with the other moves that have been made that Tony isn't already locked down. Agreed. He may be. And he may be, and we just don't know yet. That's fair. Uh, AC Leonard, which we think, especially that after the trade of, of Serezna, yeah. uh, you got to think he's got to be seeing a contract in front of him. Uh, Jordan Reeves, Daniel Ross, Josiah St. John, and Samuel Thomason are the others that are still yeah. remaining on the list. Now, very short list, honestly, and mm -hmm. compared to other teams. Absolutely. Um, but yes, a couple of names on there that were a little... Hmm, I'd like to see them yep. joining up sooner rather than later. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll see a couple of those coming in the next uh, week or so, because then uh, we assign them before they get into free agency. Now there's a lot of big names going to free agency around the league. And um, I jotted down a few uh, that I would be okay to see if, uh, or I'm curious to see where they end up. And I couple, I'd be kind of happy if they kind of decided that green, and gold would really look good on them. I had to make sure I added the second part of that. Yeah. Uh, Javon Leak is a free agency free agent coming out of Toronto. This is the one that I think is going to be highly debated as to where he goes. Sean Oakman. Mm. And um, the one thing I will say about uh, Oakman is um, now he definitely could be following Corey Mace off to Saskatchewan. But his most successful season was in Chris Jones's defense. Yeah. So do they have a connection? And, and that guy is a monster. So I, I wouldn't be upset about that. Uh, Jamarcus Hardrick. Do we think we need like a tackle? Offensive lineman. Offensive lineman that's a tackle? I wouldn't be upset about that. Yeah. Uh, Demario Houston going uh, as a defensive back who uh, I believe led the league in interceptions last year, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, ben Halatic, a Canadian yeah. uh, linebacker. Now, again, we just said we're probably changing our ratio there, but that might be something uh, that may be available. Uh, not to come here, but if you had to guess, where is a Darius Pickett going to end up? Because I, I don't think he ends up here. But where do you think he ends up? Mike? Um. Oh God, I don't know. Saskatchewan. I'm sure everyone's oh, saying that anyway. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Possibly. Well, that's my guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be that or if he ends up in Hamilton. I, I that's my other hmm. guess. That's the solid. Although Hamilton's trade to get Jordan Williams out of Toronto was a thing of beauty. Well it done. Was pretty Ed. impressive. Oh, that was an impressive trade. Well done, Ed Hervey. Oh uh, well, yeah. Look who's doing yeah. it, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was impressed by that one. Uh, Matthew Betts also still on the free agent list at this point. And of course, the 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 big name, Brady Oliveira. Um, now, there's a lot of free agents going, as you said earlier, Kamish. Uh, Standback's hitting the market. Uh, so it looks like Kadeem Carey is hitting the market. Be very interesting to see how 
like where the running backs end up. I mean, there's not as many spots. Mm -hmm. And I think if the NFL showed us anything in this past season is that they're, there's not a, they're not valuing running backs the same way they did at one point. So, um, what do you think? of Boo. That? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. a boy, Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah, you want the team to have three running backs so they can run a wishbone. Two halfbacks and a fullback. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't we Nothing. have one play last year? We didn't have a wishbone. Uh, no, 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 the, the, no, but we had two. We've had a few, yeah. Uh, and, a and it happens a lot with um, with tight ends. Like you'll have your fullbacks mm-hmm. in a tight end spot. We only have, what, just one fullback right now with Tanner Green. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Good one, though. Yep. He is. He's wearing 27. So. Uh, right. Which is a great number. That's why I hear. Um, Okay, so guesses. Where does Brady Oliveira end up? Oh, gosh. Mike, you go first. Oof, this is a tough one. I mean, they didn't use a lot of running backs uh, in BC, but I Mm -hmm. think they're probably happy with who they've got. Well, and they just kind of gave Taekwon Mizell a bit of a vote of confidence uh, to hope that he can do better. So, yeah, I don't know about that. So, I don't know, maybe Montreal. Let's say Montreal. Oh, wow. That is a, that's an interesting pick. I want to know what the price tag would be on Brady. Well, Tim also agrees. Tim agrees. Okay. Okay. Tim says Montreal. Um, What, what I think, I think he ends up back in Winnipeg. That's my guess. It'd be a good guess, especially when they already have a backup for all intents and purposes running. Correct. Who's Canadian. Yeah, correct. Mish, do you have another guess? Or? I honestly thought that he was going to at least try for the NFL. Well, and I think he did have workouts. He just yeah. didn't get a contract. So, again, but the NFL the- is not valuing running backs the same way as they once did. Yeah. Right? See all these high running backs that were they're not getting paid the same way. I mean, still more than here. I get it. But still. CMC's probably doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean Calvin McCarty, who was drastically <laughs> underpaid. <laughs> drastically, correct. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think another wild card in there is where does AJ Willett end up? But I I think yeah. he ends up back in Toronto. But it uh, there there is some there, like those are some big names as far mm-hmm. as running backs are concerned. Well, there's a lot of yeah. them. That's just it. I mean, Standback yeah. is not a small name either, right? Mazel yeah. is good. Well, Brown Terry? had some great no. games. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I would love to have Kadeem carry only just for his personality. He's great. I absolutely love his personality. (laughs) And every time they'd interview him, I'm like, it is so not okay that you're on Calgary. Like you don't fit the mold. Like is is he the one? I can't remember if he's the one on Calgary. I absolutely love every time they show his little picture on the bottom of the screen. I don't know if it's him, but he's always like, yeah, it probably is. Cause he's always smiling and he's, he's always like, carefree and joking and uh, I, I yeah i love his personality i would yeah. i would love to have more of that so anyway uh february 13th big big day february 4th february too don't forget february 4th is legal tampering period oh the ed hervey period yes, the yes. Ed hervey. <laughs> i'm excited about that everybody about does it. Every year. yeah it's gonna be a fun week that'll be yeah. that'll be fun to follow along um all right. Well, I think we've covered all of the main topics. Um, we have a lot of fan questions that we want to get to. I've been able to start them all. That's great. Oh, ooh, look, look at this. Is, I love how we're learning new things mm-hmm. all the time. This is amazing. Um, all right. Let's do uh, some quick plugs here. Uh, super fan. Where does everybody find you? Uh, you can find me at 56 Parkies. And then the history and horde stuff can be found at the Edmonton Football History account at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. How about you, Commissioner? Yeah, I forget how to do this. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Kadeem Carey. I loved his freaking profile yeah. pic. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can find me exclusively on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you can find the show at the Turf District. That's on uh, X, Facebook, IG, X. Tw- TikTok. Uh, sorry, Twitter. Uh, there we Blue go. Sky, 
you know, YouTube, find find it all. No mess at all. Turf District. Do you have you know. Threads yet, Andrew? Oh yeah, Threads is there too. <laughs> yep, Threads is there. Yep, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Just at the Turf District, uh, except on Blue Sky when it's Turf District Pod. <laughs> I, I still haven't figured out how to. We can change that's that. Fine. That's fine. I, that's what I hear. But anyway, that that's fine. Uh, also, follow our friends at Pay It Forward with football as they continue to spread kindness. As all oh, we need, all of that in our world these days. So uh, follow along. Isn't that the truth? Uh, with our friends there. Um, of course, make sure you're checking out the shop, our, our brand new shop, uh, zazzle.ca slash store slash turf underscore district underscore shop. Uh, get your t-shirts and your golf balls and all of your other fun things with the turf district logo on them. And we do have some fun, uh, designs coming up. We're still working on them. Uh, you know, we can release them as kind of the season goes along, right? But always keep them wanting more. I would highly expect there one, there will be one that has a fire truck on it. Uh, check out the store. Anyway, <laughs> if you're on YouTube live, uh, make sure you stick around for overtime. We will be uh, back to answer all of your questions and do a, a bit more chatting about uh, where things are at with the team. Uh, otherwise, we will be back in two weeks on February the 13th to talk all things free agency uh, and see if we can get a guest to tell us a little bit more about how free agency opening day went. Uh, so for Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch your balls with your face and we will absolutely see you in a few weeks.